Good morning, everybody. Bishop Ed Akers here at my 945 Live weekly devotion to give you a jump start for your week or a challenging thought or something to transform your life. Hey, I pray and I hope everything's going well for you today. It's a beautiful day here again in Central Ohio. It's always a beautiful day to be alive. The Bible says, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Our mentor and former pastor for many years, Pastor Mabel Whipple, that we grew up under used to say that almost every Sunday when we began church. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Got the choice for joy today, and I choose it. Well, praise the Lord. I do want to come to you today and thank you for your love and your partnership that you continue toward Victorious Living International, our global outreach. We're continuing to uh, do things around the world on a weekly basis to spread the gospel, encourage the church, and ease the suffering and pain of those uh, being persecuted, those with the greatest need. I've got some things to say about that in regards to some current events in Pakistan that are disturbing that I want you to pray about helping me with. But first I want to talk today about our subject. Our subject today is take off the blinders. Take off the blinders. Well, what do I mean by that? Mark chapter 8 verse 1, Jesus is teaching at the Sermon on the Mount and his disciples perceive that the crowd is hungry. And they would be sitting in the sun all day, nobody to feed these thousands of people. And Jesus tells them to feed the people. They say they have no bread. At this point, Jesus says, you have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? I'm here to tell you, friends, if we spoke to our church members today, the way Jesus spoke to his disciples, they'd all leave and find somewhere else to go to church. He was always direct with them and hitting right to the point to how they should be thinking or acting in any situation. This case is not any different. And he looks at his disciples and he says, yeah, you see the need, but are you blind? And can you not hear? And don't you remember the things that I've already shown you and taught you? And I'm talking to you today about taking the blinders off. There's a disease in the church today it's been one that's been prevalent for a long time, but it seems to be spreading rapidly. I call it spiritual blindness. People do not see and perceive things spiritually. I'm talking about Christians now. We've adapted the world's philosophies and human, human, uh, humanism to the point that we think in terms of humanistic thought processes. And so we do not see the troubles and problems of the world from a spiritual viewpoint. Our worldview has been skewed to look at this world the way everyone else does. When in fact the Bible says we see things as they are. We hear things as they are to be heard. That God will reveal to us the mysteries of life and the mysteries of what's going on around us. There is a spiritual conflict, a warfare always going on between the forces of darkness and between humanity. There's a warfare in my life and my family always raging. And sometimes it's easy for us to put on blinders to the realities that are happening in the world and spiritual realities that are driving the forces 
of the things that are impacting the world, and this is a theme of mine many times, is that we are not wrestling flesh and blood, but we wrestle and fight against principalities, powers of darkness, rulers in high places. We are fighting and wrestling a spiritual enemy. But we easily can put on blinders because we don't want to be engaged in the warfare, because we don't focus on the Lord and on His Word enough to keep our discernment eyes open. Right now, in the world today, there is persecution happening globally. We know about human trafficking and children. We know about slavery in Pakistan and other oppressive uh, practices throughout the world. The Christian church cannot be just concerned with its own four walls. We cannot just be concerned with our own neighborhoods, although we should be. We cannot just think about our own cities. As children of God, we are, we are citizens of heaven, citizens of the kingdom of God. I just got off the Zoom call this morning doing a mentoring session with about 30 Filipinos. It's our fifth lesson, fifth month together, and I'm getting attached to these people. And they're listening intently and receiving, and we're growing new leaders. We are global. We are one body, one church. When the Lord looks down, He doesn't see all of the denominations and all the churches that we have made. He sees them, but He doesn't acknowledge them as relevant to the fact that we are all universally one body in Christ. Because of that, when things happen like happened this past week in Pakistan, just, just miles away from where we had our, our crusade back in October last year, just miles away from the home base of our contacts there in Pakistan, churches were attacked Homes of Christians were attacked, burned and destroyed, crosses removed from buildings, and people arrested with trumped-up charges. Christians, this is modern-day persecution. This is modern-day uh, attack on the church of Jesus Christ. But because most Christians have blinders on, they will just see it as another... Um, another upsetting act of violence in a faraway place with people that are less than we are. That's how most people will view it. But the fact of the matter is, these are our brothers and sisters, and they are as anointed as we are. They are as vital to God as we are. They are as important to God as the American church, maybe even more so, if I want to be honest about it. And yet we have blinders on. Many people have blinders to the problems in our own culture. I want you to know addiction is not a natural problem. It's a spiritual problem. The drug addiction we have today is due to godlessness. It's due to the proliferation of the idea that without feeling emotionally happy, you cannot be happy. Humanism has crept into the minds and hearts of a generation, and the devil has used it to open access to addiction to illicit drugs and we see a high rate, higher rate of addiction than we ever had before. Suicide is on the rise, especially among young people. And the gender, gender dysphoria is a tool of the enemy to twist and pervert the minds of an entire generation that they cannot trust even how God created them to be. But yet we have blinders on and we go on with life as if que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be 
future is not mine, you see, the old song goes. And so we do not engage in this spiritual battle. We're having difficulty even getting funds over to our contacts in Pakistan now. Western Union accounts, international accounts are freezing. They're not allowing access to these funds. We've tried various other ways. We're going to try some new ways to get funds over there to help the work in a, in a country that's trying to break out of Islamic oppression and allow the church to be free to grow there. It is 2023, and there's a nation on this earth still enslaving people in the Bricklands. In our nation, we lament about slavery from hundreds of years ago in our own land, and surely it was horrific, and surely we should never be forgetful, or we should not be, we should be ashamed, and we should do all we can to remedy the residual effects. But there are people today actively in prison, in slavery, children being molested, entire families being murdered in the name of Islam, all because they're Christians. That, my friends, is a part of the world that our church, the Church of Jesus Christ, is enduring. I spoke with our contacts there in Pakistan. The mood is somber. The fear is tangible. The government there seems unwilling to stop this violence. In fact, they entrench it in their laws to allow these people to randomly without due cause or process, bring blasphemy charges against people and destroy their lives and sometimes even kill them. Take off the blinders. I'm not telling you to sit around and put on sackcloth and ashes every day, but what I am encouraging you to do is start to look at things spiritually. Start to engage in the spiritual warfare. We may not be able to get funds to Pakistan right now, we may have to find creative new ways to help our, our churches over there and help our contacts. But we can pray. We can pray and send the Spirit of God and send warring angels and send the Word of God across time zones. There is no time nor space with the Word of God. It is sent and is creative, powerful. We are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. We are the people of of a living and all-powerful God. We have the ability to wage warfare, not with guns and bombs, but with prayer, with faith-filled intercession. But where is the church? It's got its blinders on and it's got its earmuffs on. The noise is just too great. Where's the church of the Lord Jesus Christ? Off playing games and having fun, putting church and the church life at a very small corner of their priority list. I was sharing with somebody yesterday about the difference in how the church and Christianity was entrenched in, our, in our, the fiber of who we are just in my lifetime. Now this is a, may be to you a silly example, but I remember from the time I was 15, really involved in church until about the time I was 30. I'm 63, so we're talking about 30 years ago, and things go by fast. I was watching a movie with my grandson last night that I thought just came out a few years back, and it's 20 years old now. <laughs> time flies. But there was a time at our fair here, the state fair in the state that I live in, that there was a gospel pavilion. 
In that gospel pavilion was mostly gospel singing of various types. As the gospel genre began to emerge and change, we saw contemporary gospel and worship. Even our, the churches we were in participated in this gospel tent, which ran all day long the state fair, the entirety of the two weeks of the state fair. Today, you find no signs of the gospel pavilion. You find no signs of it except perhaps the last day of the fair for the last several hours before the doors close. And there, is very few, there are very few people who come. When we, were, when we were involved in it, the pavilion was packed almost with every, everything that was happening throughout the day. You could find prayer there. There were speakers and preachers who would take to the, state, the pulpit and share the gospel at the state fair. You say, well, that's not a big deal. We still have our churches. Well, it's a good thing we still have them. But if we continue to go to the trends we are, we know church attendance is continuing to slide and drop in every zip code in the United States. Denominations that were once standards and stalwarts of theological truth and vibrancy of the kingdom have closed, merged, shut down, abandoned their buildings. The churches are not growing in most parts they're just conglomerating into larger megachurches. But we have our blinders on. We have our ears stopped up. So things can't really be all that bad. Hmm. But it can be. Can't you see the devil's attacks on our young people, on our, on our civilization, on the church? Can't you see how successful he's been to deceive millions and millions of Christians? right here in the nation of the United States. I'm afraid that we have blinded ourselves and stopped our ears up so long we no longer can see and we barely can hear. We've fallen so far, we are now used to this wickedness. And wickedness is celebrated in parades, in new laws and statutes throughout our land. The ballot initiatives coming up in Ohio alone the legalization of recreational marijuana, the legalization and mandate that abortion be legal. We're no longer interested in trying to keep a righteous standard of any type. We're just going to continue to open the door for demons to continue to rise and destroy our families, destroy our children, destroy even the church if he could. But I got news for you, and I'm preaching about it this morning here at the Victorious Living Church. The church is triumphant. It may go down to a handful of people, but if they're the church, they will be triumphant. Because the church is based in a triumphant leader which has already won the victory over sin, death, and eternity. I want to bless you this morning and not leave you with something heavy, but I want you to know that the world needs to be looked at by Christians with a spiritual discernment. Not taking the advice, the mores, and the methodologies, and the interpretations of humanism, and wrapping a little bit of love of Jesus around it, well, God loves us, and calling that the gospel. Calling that the Christian life. The Christian life is the abandonment of human thought, human reasoning, to the acceptance of the almighty, eternal, non-failing Word of God that now dictates how I see, view, and interpret the world around me. God wants to use you, my friend, to discern the spirits at work so that you might 
slay them in prayer so that you might walk uprightly, circumspectly, and you might walk in a way that someday you can stand before God and he will say, enter in good and faithful servant into the joy of the Lord prepared for you from the foundations of the world. Let's keep up the battle. Let's pray for our friends in Pakistan. Let's pray back against the spirit of oppression and get more slaves free. The day that the attack happened, the next day, we held a remote Zoom crusade in a small village, probably not far from where those attacks took place. We saw almost everyone in the crowd raise their hand to receive salvation. The last one we had reports from in July, we had over 103 salvations confirmed of people praying the prayer of salvation in this Islamic nation. Do not give up praying for people like the folks in Pakistan. God's using some mighty men and women there who need our prayer protection. Take off the blinders, unstop those ears, see and hear the truth of what is happening in the kingdom of God and in this world. Go to VictoriousLivingInternational.com, partner with me. $20 a month for 12 months is a great partnership. Even $10 or $15 a month. But if you do it monthly, it, come, it becomes very helpful to us. VictoriousLivingInternational.com and learn more about partnership with this global initiative to reach the world with the gospel good news of 1 Corinthians 15, 57 that says, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. Have a great week.